but there's some really fun things like alien stuff like if you're into that alien stuff <laughs> like aliens short drive some like- really cool stuff like you can just go see aliens <laughs> no what i mean they have like an alien spot this is final call for me the extra pack of peanuts travel podcast episode 453 in australia more people are killed by box jellyfish than sharks and crocodiles combined even more reason to take a road trip and stay on the road. Okay, here's something that's a little crazy. I actually find it harder to pack for a road trip than I do for like a one or two month big international vacation where we'll be getting on a plane. And the reason is because when you're taking a road trip, especially if you're just getting in your car and you're not flying anywhere to actually start the road trip, I feel like I always overpack because I think, well, we've got a little more space in the car. We've got a little more space. And, you know, you look in the trunk and there's there's all this little room and you just start shoving extra stuff in. And so that's why nowadays when we take a road trip, I make sure that I contain everything that I have into the same bag that I would bring with me if I was traveling internationally. And that is a carry-on bag. And that is always my Tortuga backpack. So whether I'm taking a road trip or whether I'm going international, I always make sure, all right, I've got my carry-on. It's my Tortuga backpack. You can only pack what fits in here and no extra stuff. Anyone else do that? Anyone else shove stuff in at the last minute? If you do, try this strategy. You definitely need a good backpack to take with you. The one that I recommend that's been around the world with me is my Tortuga backpack. You can check it out at tortugabackpacks.com slash epop. That's tortugabackpacks.com slash epop. If you use that special link, we'll get some love from the Tortuga folks. They'll know that you're an epopper, that you came from us. And they also have some special discounts going on right now for their holiday sales. So check it out, tortugabackpacks.com slash epop. Travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and joining me today is someone who is very, very, very patient with me. While we tried to get the tech sorted out today, it took about three and a half hours. We're giving you a little behind the uh, scenes look to get this new podcasting system set up, but hopefully, Heth. We do have sound effects now. Oh, boy. So we should be all good to go. If you are not watching uh, this, we are putting up, you've been putting up every week that we've been doing once together on IGTV. And now the sound will be better on IGTV too because we're coming through the microphones even though we're recording to the phone, which I'm not going to get into details of how it happened, but uh, weeks of research and holes down uh reddit holes Mm. to figure out how to get this done so after how many years have we had the podcast six 
years, you've decided to finally upgrade the podcasting equipment instead of having the same little audio technica little is that what it is it's not an audio technica it's a oh. task cam but oh, a task cam. no the 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 see this is why he t- deals with all the tech stuff but we had <laughs> it took me three and a half hours so i'm not sure i but should be the one dealing the with past, the tech in issues. case i mean this is like a side note but in case there are a lot of people who want to start podcasts they always ask us what equipment do we use so that little one has been great for the past six years it's awesome to travel with very easy you can have two microphones set up to it right but now we re, we decided we wanted to maybe do shows with more people we wanted to set up a little studio mm-hmm. here in the office we wanted to be able to have sound effects things like that and uh so yes it's been a it's been a long journey to get this here it's not perfect yet but we are here and now we're finally actually ready to record the podcast yes. that three and a half hours ago we were like very jazzed to record <laughs> and now we can actually record it and we'll be talking about the best winter road trips because we're following yes. this December. We are following the theme of a holiday theme for every one of the shows that come out during December. Yes. So we decided that, I mean, this is not necessarily just holiday. It's the best winter road trips. You could do that around your holiday um, or you can take a holiday vacation and very British do, taking a holiday, <laughs> do a wonderful road trip. And so I have some really awesome ones that I'm excited about. Most of them I've actually personally done before at some time of the year. And think that they would be awesome to do in the winter as well. I have not seen Heather this excited about a podcast or like doing this much research about a podcast. Because during the three and a half hours when I was setting up the tech, there was a good hour and a half where she was doing her notes. And I thought she was doing notes for multiple podcasts and she, I no. came back and she's like, I'm still working on my road trips. And I thought, uh, oh, like I'm going to, well, if, if this was a debate, if this was a throwdown showdown, oh yeah. I would get You'd be going thrown down. down. You'd be going down. Um, well, thankfully, we're just going hmm. to have uh, friendly banter today. Yes, friendly not- banter. Well, I was only researching because some of the trips that we've done were a while ago. I mean, gosh, we haven't even really been on many trips this whole year of 2020 because of COVID. So I had to remember some of the names of the places, the towns, the national parks, all sorts of those things. And then two places I haven't really, like the one I've never done this road trip before. So it's just kind of one that I thought would be cool to do. All right. So we each came up with five road trips. Some of them we've been on, some of them we haven't. So we didn't hold ourselves to having to have been on these before. And also when we say winter road trips, we are talking about a Northern Hemisphere winter. Mm -hmm. So it would be winter for us here in North Carolina Mm -hmm. if we stayed here. So we're talking essentially November, December, January, February. Right. And let me just tease this out. My number one is a bit of a cheat because... It is a warm weather place. I, I mean, that's totally... But it is our winter. I don't think that's a cheat. And, and that's totally fine. someone else's summer. Well, I, I get that would be... <laughs> yes, that makes sense to me. Um, nice little foreshadowing there. Um, I... Well, all right. Let's just get into it. Sure, Then sure. I actually have a bit of a cheat too oh. as an honorable mention. See, and you were like, I don't even know. What can I... Five? How will I get five? And now you have, of course, an honorable mention. I... Well, that's just, okay. yeah, I did mine quick. So you, with you, that HM. you did a lot of research. Mm. I did mine fairly quick. So mm-hmm. you'll, you know, you, you might pick up on that. Okay. My honorable mention, because we're talking about best winter sure. road trips, is actually not 
a road trip. And this is why it's a cheat. Okay. This is that I would love to take trains around Europe Fair to enough. all the cities during the winter. So we just With really all the cities, not okay, all the cities of Europe. Sure, yes, I'd love all the cities. Of course, who wouldn't? I mean, who? Anyone out there going to say no? I don't want to do all the cities, but by all the cities, what I was getting to was. A lot of the fun Eastern European cities, we just did a podcast about where we would want to spend mm -hmm. the holidays, right. whether we've been there or not. And for both you and I, spoiler, I'm not going to give it away if you haven't listened to that, but go listen. Both you and I had the same number one and it yeah. was found in Eastern Europe. So for example, I think it'd be awesome to take a train and you go to like Vienna, Bratislava, um, Prague, Budapest, Warsaw, then you can even go up... Um, into the Baltic and go to Vilnius, Riga, Tallinn. Like those are all the you know capital cities of those countries. Obviously, you can go to the the, the other towns around too. But I just think that would be such an epic month long, whatever. Uh, you know, you could make it shorter or spread it out. Mm -hmm. But that would be so cool to do in the winter because everyone's going to have their Christmas markets. Everything's going to be yes. decked out oh, in lights. Gosh. That would be so much fun. And so, yeah, I guess. I, for me, this is almost a little more time specific than just the winter. Mm -hmm. I specifically would want to go that in time. Yeah, in December, uh, the month of December, training around Europe to quote unquote all the cities. All the cities. But really, <laughs> I just mean some of those big Eastern European cities. Right. And I have to say that um, I guess if I'm going to jump on the train for honorable mentions. But I'm ching. But I'm but I'm. <laughs> Sound effects. Um, <laughs> I will just give off two that we've actually done in winter time. Two places. The first one was Italy, where we did trains all through Italy. We started in Venice, and we went to Florence, and we went to Rome. Those three big cities, and it was awesome. It was January, so it was cold. But there were no tourists, which is sometimes the best part about traveling in winter. If you're going to places that are, you know, their main season is summer. If you go in winter, you literally don't have to have lines. I mean, we went to the Vatican. We went to all these museums. No lines. We didn't even have to pre-order tickets. We just walked up and went in. So that is that is cool. Definitely. And then the other one, which I don't know why I didn't put this on my list, but maybe I should have. We did Ireland at the holidays and we weren't there for Christmas, but we went for New Year's Eve and it was lovely. I mean, yeah, we, were we were at in, New Year's Eve and then for two weeks mm -hmm. after into January. Yes. And again, Dublin, beautiful, very festive, the pub scene, you know, the Christmas trees and the lights, very, very fun. And then we did a road trip all around, um, I guess, like Kerry and uh, the Dingle Peninsula. That was amazing. And January, hardly any tourists. Yeah, so, so Ring of Kerry. The best everyone was telling I us, feel like, to go. Man, you just have tour bus after tour yeah. bus after tour bus after tour bus doing this, this kind of, this ring, this mm -hmm. route. And instead we, you know, there was like a few, but really we, we were driving and we, we had a lot of the roads to ourselves. A lot of mm -hmm. the places that would normally crowds would be let out yeah. on tour buses, you know, they weren't there. So we got to meander around. Yeah. It was really, really neat yeah. going to and Ireland. The pubs, I mean, they're so cozy. Some of them have fireplaces and the fireplaces are late and you have a glass of wine or a beer or coffee, tea, whatever. And it's just really cozy. Now, and that kind of goes to my honorable mention okay. of when I say all the cities, right? The, yeah. the Eastern, those Eastern European cities that I mentioned, because again, this cozy vibe, it's, mm -hmm. it's going to be winter. It's going to be cold 
cold and I just, you know, you whether it be a bar or like I'm thinking of the restaurant that we love in mm-hmm. Bratislava mm-hmm. where you just walk oh, in. Yeah. It's, you <laughs> like know, and they're just serving. It's hall, basically. Yeah, huge things of chicken and you're just getting really hot, mm-hmm. warm, hearty food. Yeah. That would be, that would be great. All right. So, so, there we, so you had some honorable mentions. I, I did. Stuff in the end. Rattling in the around end. over Yeah, there. I can't believe I didn't even think of those, especially the Ireland one. But. Yeah. Um, All right. So yeah, let's. Top, Heather, top you. Five. You lead us off. Your top okay. five, please. Okay. So my number five is one that I kind of just threw on here as a COVID-friendly option okay. because we are in the year of 2020. And if we can't travel internationally, this is a great option, especially if you want warm weather for the winter. So this is my warm weather pick, Florida. And we've been to Florida a few times now the past couple of years because it's easy to get to a two-hour flight for us and it's warm. So when you are sick of winter already, so by January <laughs> or definitely by February, we're usually sick of winter. Yeah, or by December sometimes. Okay. Um, yeah, you call me Scrooge. It's Some, true. It's I usually true. can get through Christmas before mm-hmm. I'm really sick of cold weather. Yes. Because at least there's something then to, for us to look forward to. Like, mm-hmm. okay, well, the lights are out and, you know, we yeah, we've got something ahead. we got a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. But man, as soon as Christmas is over, I, I will leave December 26th from a cold weather place and happily go somewhere warm. I don't need to be somewhere cold for New Year's. Mm-hmm. I don't be, need to be somewhere. Mm-hmm. I especially don't want to be somewhere cold for my birthday, which is January 3rd. Which he almost always is, poor guy. So anyway, Florida is my number five pick because for road tripping, I mean, you can't get much better than warm coastal <laughs> road tripping, in my opinion. Now, I do have some cold weather ones on here too. And I thought, you know, oh goodness, what if there's snowstorm and then like kind of ruins the road trip. But for not having to worry about that. Florida is great. And so we, if you listen to the podcast, you know that we love flying into Tampa Bay and going to that area of the Gulf Coast. And we love St. Petersburg, the city, and the beach towns all up along that area. However, I mean, that would be a good option. But for winter, I chose more Miami and the Florida Keys. Now, I have actually never been to the Keys. So I would very much like to do this. Trav went about 20 years ago. A long time ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I think exactly 20 like years ago. You had ago. just graduated high school and um, not to age us here, but you went on- I'm 37. <laughs> I'll went, age myself. <laughs> you went on a really fun road trip with one of your best friends, Napkins, who's also been on this podcast. Hashtag and, love Napkins. And you did the Florida Keys. I still have never been there. And one of our team members, Mac, who does a lot of our social media, is currently there right now. And I'm seeing her pictures and I'm like, oh my goodness, the oh my goodness, the water. Oh, the FOMO. The oh. Fo- I, I got to stop looking at Mac's yeah, Instagram. Yeah because we're here in North Carolina and it's getting a little cold. It's, it's still beautiful, you know, look but at it's I'm cold. in a hoodie. Heather's in a, in a nice fluffy, not fluffy, but a, it's, a it's loungy cold today. sweatshirt, sweater, <laughs> whatever. I, I'm not a fashionista, but yes, it's, it's getting cold. And mm-hmm. so I am already dreaming of somewhere warmer. Costa Rica, hopefully here we come. Yeah. But anyway, Miami, I have said before, I really enjoy Miami. I think that it has a lot of fun stuff to do and it has a wonderful art scene, really good food, restaurants, uh, obviously beaches and museums. I really, really enjoyed Miami. So I would fly into Miami or drive there if you're close enough and then spend some time there, drive down to the Keys and just like pop around. Down One there. of the benefits of taking a Florida road trip too is the fact that, as you mentioned, there's a lot, there is a lot of different 
areas and it's really mm-hmm. easy to drive around. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get inclement weather. Mm-mm. You know, it's it's as flat as can be. Yep. So, you know, you can do that down to the Keys road trip. But also if you're saying, hey, I want to go up to the Panhandle. Well, all yeah. right, there's a day or two of driving. I mean, not even a full day or two yeah. of driving, but you can, you could just for us, we'd be coming from the north, start in Jacksonville, work yep. your way down the East Coast, come right around, go up the West Coast, head over the Panhandle. And yeah. find yourself in New Orleans. And we've never and done. That's not a bad road trip. <laughs> no, we've never done in the, winter. the Panhandle. But I've heard 30A, which is one of the like the coastal routes there, is so beautiful and quaint with all these beautiful little towns on it. My sister's been; she loved it. So yeah. And gosh, if you could throw in New Orleans on that trip as well. I mean, if you're <laughs> I mean, driving, throw anything exactly you want on. Exactly, super close, but you could make it work if you get all the way through the Panhandle. You're starting to get there. My number five is drastically different than a Florida road trip. And this I'm taking to Europe for. So I I stayed on the Europe vibe, kept my honorable mentions. Mm -hmm. And then I just actually just went a touch south from the honorable mentions that that I talked about. And this would be taking the road trip kind of around Ljubljana and in Mm -hmm. Slovenia. So we have done this before. Uh, Ljubljana up to Lake Bled. And then there's a town kind of right at the uh, foothills of the the Julian Alps called Kranska Gora. And um, then there is the Versic Pass, which is the best mountain drive in Slovenia and absolutely stunning. But I did learn in the little bit of research I did before this because I thought maybe that is closed. Apparently, it's usually closed... Uh, you know, three to four months out of the year, which would be winter because of uh, avalanches and stuff like that. So if you go earlier in the winter or late enough in the winter, you know, as it's getting into spring, you could do the Versic Pass. But even if you can, and I was mm-hmm. almost like, should I take this off? Because you can't do that exact drive that we did. All I'm thinking of is that amazing chateau that we, you know, villa chateau that we stayed in right at the foothills of the Japanese yeah. Alps in Kranzkagor. And that would just be perfect. You know, sit out there, but there was, there was fire pits in every room. Mm-hmm. And so to fire me. Fireplaces or yeah, fire pits? Fi- I guess fireplaces. <laughs> fire pits, <laughs> maybe. Indoor fire pits. Yeah. But um, so, I, you know, even if you can't go all the way into the Alps, mm-hmm. there's probably a bunch of other roads you can take. Plus, Lake Bled would be absolutely oh, that stunning, would be stunning during the winter. And Ljubljana, I feel like, would be one of those perfect looking, um, picture perfect kind of winter wonderland towns during this season. And uh, and there's a lot of, of Slovenia that we haven't seen mm-hmm. that that you could explore too. So Ljubljana and surrounding areas for me, my number five. Okay. Awesome. My number four, I am taking it back. Oh, sorry. I forgot about the sound effects. We got drum rolls. All right. My number four, I am taking it to one of my most loved places in the world. And I don't want to be too redundant because I do mention this place quite a bit, but this is where my research comes in. I have some new parts to British Columbia that I have never been to before. So it's like a little bit different outside the box, but of course... You'd start in Vancouver because if you have to fly or or drive from the U.S., like that's where you would start. And I would do Coast Mountain Highway, which is the drive from Vancouver, you know, up into Whistler. You go through Squamish. You go to this awesome brewery, Coast Mountain Brewery. And one of our listeners, you know, we were saying, why is it called Coast Mountain Brewery? Why isn't it called like Coastal Mountain Brewery? But apparently she she let us know very nicely that it. Uh, everybody in, I guess, BC or in Vancouver 
calls it the Coast Mountain Highway because it's which makes way more sense to yes. me now that the, I thought they <laughs> kind of just took two words and like let's put these together. <laughs> if it's called Coast Mountain Highway, it's only Coast Mountain Highway, which is the first time I'm hearing this. Makes yeah. a lot more sense yes. that it'd be called Coast Mountain Brewery. Yes. So. Ah, oh, mystery solved. Mystery solved. <laughs> so take that highway and go, you know, through Squamish. And it's just beautiful. Obviously, you have the mountains and you go up to Whistler. And then what I thought, since we've never done this before, I I know that there's some really amazing hot springs. I, Ooh, I, okay. I guess there are some near Whistler. But when I was looking it up on the internet, I saw some other ones that are a little far from that area, which would make a perfect road trip. So my road trip would be to go on that coastbound highway up to Whistler and then make your way over to Kamloops, which is a fun little city. Where Also a fun name. Lo- whenever yeah. we see a sign for Kamloops and we're driving around BC, I'm like, <laughs> Kamloops, like yes. what a fun name. And I didn't know very much about it, but of course, this is what I was researching this morning, getting all excited about. It's a really fun city, has great food, great restaurants, craft drinks, brew and cute shops according to the pictures that I saw really fun trendy shops and then it has all those outdoor winter activities of course skiing but snowshoeing cross-country skiing they even had I would like to try snowshoeing yeah I've never done it it would be really fun they even have winter biking and ice fishing you could play hockey or what is it called shinny shinny so there was literally a picture um of of was a it like night, tri- a, a trip advisor <laughs> things to do on TripAdvisor? Playing shinny was number one. No, no, one. no. It wasn't a TripAdvisor site. I think it was like maybe the official Kamloops um, tourism Even site. Better Kamloops yeah. talking about shinny. Way to so go, Kamloops. So cute, but there was you know like a nice picture of of literally the ice shoveled off on a pond or a small lake. So yes, that whole vibe that you would think of when you think of a Canadian winter. Um, And then for, I guess the best part, the, the, I was going to (laughs) say, piece de resistance or something but I, I was butchering my French. well this is where I said, yes that's butchering french i don't even know french and i know that it's not the piece de resistance but this is where the research comes yes. in right cam loops yeah again we, had you not researched you know we could have said oh bc british columbia we've been here we like these areas but yeah. cam loops is a new one it's a new one and then ending with what I think is the most epic looking hot spring. It's called Halcyon Hot Springs and it is on Upper Arrow Lake. I saw the okay. picture of this place. Now listen, this is, I don't believe a budget accommodation place. It doesn't sound like it. <laughs> it's on Does the lake. Not. Especially not in winter because it's going to be peak yeah. season there. In fact, I tried to look up what the prices would be and I went on hotels.com. No, it actually wasn't even available. So, I was going to say, though, you, what, do they, what do they say about pricing? Like, if yeah. you have to ask how much it is, yeah. no, it's I not just for think you. it also might be booked up, or maybe if because of COVID, it's hard to book. I don't know, but it or looks maybe, beautiful. Maybe we can rent the whole thing out to ourselves. Well, maybe. maybe they, maybe they mm-hmm. want travel podcasters yeah. to come up. Maybe there. they do. If you're listening, anybody who works at Halcyon Hot Springs. Let us know. Let us know. Happy to do a review. Anyway, it just looks beautiful. It's got mountains. It's got the lake and the, you can, you know, the accommodation just looks lovely. And of course the hot springs covered in snow. Yeah. Yeah. That All right. sounds pretty good. I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. Ecstatic that you did an hour and a half of yeah. research. I, but now we just have to put it to use. Yeah. Now we got to go do this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I know COVID is going to put a crimp in a lot of things, especially going to Canada. But if you're Canadian and you're listening to this, this is a great road trip. Head for all on of you over. We're still not allowed to go up there. <laughs> My number four is we're staying in Europe. I, I mm-hmm. didn't 
I put these in order, but I didn't really realize exactly how I was doing it. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't realize my first couple were in Europe, but we are staying here and this is one of your honorable mentions and this is Ireland. All right. I'm glad you have it on your list. When I thought about road trips and road trips we've taken and especially road trips we've taken in the winter, Ireland was at the top of the list for the reasons you mentioned, um, especially because during the off season, cozy, really cozy, um, very festive atmosphere for the holidays. Also, mm-hmm. because of the lack of tour. So everything yes. that you had mentioned before, big, big ups to that. But what I would do if we were going to Ireland is we only ever got as far as Galway. So we did Dublin, went across to Kerry, Dingle Peninsula. All that was great. Went kind of up um, past the Cliffs of Moor and in the Burn, and then hung out in Galway, which is an incredible city, mm-hmm. town, city. It's a city, but small city. And then we went right back to Dublin. What I would love to do... And I was researching a lot of this when we were in Ireland. Of course, I can't pronounce any of the names or remember them right now. But there was so much untouched, like very lightly explored areas all the way up the coast of Ireland Mm -hmm. and then up into Northern Ireland. And of course, people know the Giants Causeway and stuff like that, which is Northern Ireland. But I would love just take a car you know, do what we did before. But if we were in Galway, instead of going back to Dublin, just started popping up the coast to a lot of these small towns for the purpose of just being remote, hanging out, not knowing what you're going to see. And uh, just work our way all the way through to Northern Ireland, go into Belfast, because I'm very intrigued by Belfast and the history and and all that kind of stuff. And then just pop down from Belfast back to Dublin and fly out. So essentially just do a loop, do the loop of the entire uh, of the entire two countries of the entire island. I just think that would be really, really cool. The one downside, though, to road trips in Ireland in the winter, like most places uh, during this time of year. Yeah, it gets dark so early. So you you really got to start early or else you're not getting much driving in, which if you have enough time, no big deal. But, you know, we would sometimes you'd be like it'd be 12 or 1. We'd be like, we better get on the road because we have about three hours (laughs) of daylight here. Um, if we want to make any any time of any type of time to get to other places, so yeah, that's yeah. I mean, but hey, listen, if that's the downside, then you just extend your trip longer, sure. and uh, we're all for that here at Epop. Definitely, my number three. It's very fun. <laughs> it is very fun. Three and a half hours. It took. I hope the. I, I, I hope everyone appreciates. Yeah, the I hope it's worth it. Okay, my number three is. In the U.S., it is a state that we have been to before, not quite in the winter season. It was in fall. We were in a state. We've in only fall. been there one time. I'm guessing. Have any guesses? I'm guessing it's not. Well, it's obviously not in the Northeast because you've nope. been to a lot of those states. So nope. I am thinking maybe Utah. And no. we went out for your brother's wedding. No. no. I didn't know if that was a fall. Maybe. Yeah. A little bit California? south, south, and then west of California. Okay, I mean, Arizona. Yes, it's Arizona. I just thought you say be- west of California. You meant I meant east. east. I meant east. West of yes. California would be Hawaii. <laughs> okay. I have not been there. Yeah, but I take true, that true. too. I'll, I'll road trip to Hawaii. East. I meant east. I just always think Arizona West because that's it's west from where we are. But right. Anyway, totally. um, west of Pennsylvania, <laughs> east of California. What state is it? There's only forty-five of those in between. Arizona. So we went to Arizona in I like this October. one, by the way. This yes. I th- this was not on my list. I didn't even think yeah. about it, but 
Well, some of my research, even though I've been there, I was like, okay, I'm really curious about the temperature. So I was looking up the average highs and lows for each place in Arizona that I think would be fun to road trip to, starting with if you need to fly into uh, Phoenix. So Phoenix in the winter has averages of 60 for the high and 40 for the low. So not too bad, you know, in the daytime. No, that's nice. Great. That's great. And then you go up to Sedona, which was one of my favorite places. I love Sedona. So beautiful hiking, gorgeous, gorgeous landscape, obviously. And there it's also pretty warm. I mean, it can get cold, but it's pretty much the same averages as Phoenix, maybe a little bit cooler. But then you might also get the chance of seeing some snow, like a light dusting of snow on all of those red rocks. I mean, oh my goodness, so beautiful. And we actually stayed in a Hilton, I believe it, yep, was, it was, using uh, our yeah, points. So if you have hotel points, this was a great hotel to use them on because it was so cozy. They had a heated outdoor pool and hot tubs and the room, like the suite that we had, had a fireplace. It was so cozy. It was such a nice hotel. Yeah, that place was great. Yeah. So we love Sedona. So that would be, you know, a nice kind of moderate temperature. Then you continue north. Now, I'm jealous that this was your answer. Yeah. Because I'm upset that I didn't come up with it because I specifically in my head thought, where could I go on a road trip mm-hmm. that I get a bunch of different temperatures yes. other than that isn't too far from each sure. other? And I kind of blanked and then moved on. Yeah, I know. I was so, you so did excited about Arizona. Yeah, I, and I almost thought it was going to be my number one, but the two other ones, like we've done those road trips and I just, they were more okay. epic in my opinion. Also, we should mention that if we're in Sedona, we're eating at Elote oh, Cafe. Oh gosh, one of the best meals we have ever that had. That place, if you go to Sedona... Go to Elote mm-hmm. Cafe. They don't take reservations. No. You have to wait. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a long wait. It's going to be worth it. We went two or three times. Two nights in a row. Two nights in a row. Mm-hmm. I, there was no reason to go anywhere else. Yeah, it was so, so good. I love that place. I bought their cookbook even, which some of the recipes are a little bit challenging to make because um, it's pretty... Yeah, it's, it's, a chef, like it's a chef-run yeah. restaurant. So yeah. I, you know. yeah, I mean, just... Absolutely love it. Yeah. So I love Sedona. And then we drove um, north. Actually, we did Sedona on the way back. We did what we did was we did Phoenix. Then we drove up to Flagstaff, which is the next part on my list. You could do it any which way you want. But Flagstaff is such a fun town. Yep. It's quite small, but it's It's got a lot going on. So much going on. Great breweries. Great food. Cool history. Very cool history. You're right on Route 66 there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess. I can't remember. Or but cl- I, I think it's Route 66. There's also like some really fun things. I just briefly touched on my research that I was doing um, of the temperatures and stuff. And then I was like, what do you do in Flagstaff other than eat and drink, which is what we did. But there's some really fun things like alien stuff like if you're into that alien stuff <laughs> like aliens short drive some like, really cool stuff like you can just go see aliens no but i mean they have like an alien spot i guess there's stuff there and then there's also you can visit where they faked the moon landing not like i'm saying that the moon landing never happened it's debatable but before they went to the moon they went here they went up to this location outside of flagstaff to practice with the rovers at this like crater area so we didn't see that when we were there but that would be fun that would be interesting to see so i forget what the name of that park is but Anyway, lots of fun stuff to do in Flagstaff. And then, guess what? You can still go to the Grand Canyon even in the winter. In fact, I would almost say that it might be more magical in the winter because hardly anybody's there. Now, 
also did my research because I didn't want to be incorrect. Because I'm guessing you can't hike in the winter. Uh, or, or, I'm not sure. Okay. You, I'm I, sure I think you, that you might be able to. The only part of the of the Grand Canyon that's open is the South Rim, which is the most popular spot in the summer. I mean, incredibly crowded. So if you go Man, in the winter. you did do your research. I know. I was just so excited about Arizona, <laughs> especially because as an American, I mean, it's the place you could go to this oh, year we, if you wanted to. I mean, to. we could go like, we could right, go now. right I mean, now. It'd be a bit of a far drive, <laughs> but we could fly into we Phoenix. We could fly and then go. So, you know, because it's COVID, I was like, this is a good one for Americans. Right. You were we like jazzed up because here you <laughs> right are now. Gonna, we're going to take that trip. No. <laughs> Sold. So, I mean, yeah, and our kids have never seen the Grand Canyon. I mean, it would be so amazing. So the South Rim is open. You might have some snow. I'm not sure what you'd be allowed to do for hiking but of course you could at least go and you could see it i don't know if you can go down into the canyons or not maybe just depending on the weather but hardly any tourists yeah sounds pretty i good to i me. love the idea that you'll be getting all the the temperature zones or yes. not all no, but, i mean uh, you're not really getting summer but you're, you're getting not getting some really hot summer and you're probably no. not getting a ton a ton of snow but flagstaff i think does yeah you, you'll be bit. getting some but you yeah, I mean, it's yeah. just, it's exactly what I wanted. And immediately yeah. it was like, I can't think of anything. Yeah. All right, I'm done. <laughs> no, no, no. And you I moved on. You were doing the tech stuff. So you probably would have had I, Arizona on there. Also, because another one of our team members, Casey, lives in Prescott, Arizona. And she's always saying how much she wants us to come, even just to Prescott, which. Yeah. Is well, and when she cool told me city. when I was on a call with her uh, a few days ago and she was talking about how cold it Prescott? was there. Prescott? Prescott. Prescott. They, she says Prescott. I think yeah. locals say Prescott. Mm. It looks like Prescott. Yeah. Prescott. But she um, she told me how cold it was there. And I was, yeah. I, I know that it gets colder, you know, once you get out of Phoenix and out of the desert. Mm-hmm. But I was a little shocked that it was that cold. Yeah. But yeah, so you get some, you get some lows. And then you, obviously in Phoenix, you're going to have, it's going to be pretty nice yeah. temperature all the yeah. time like actually the, the high was 68 in december 68. i believe i'll take and that. then the last right. thing i forgot oh, as i'm geez, just looking at my thing. notes if you remember we did some wine country in arizona because arizona does have a small that's true wine country maybe not be as renowned as you know sonoma and napa but it was pretty good wine from what i remember we did the verde valley which we did that little town of cottonwood cottonwood that was one i was thinking yeah, and, and it's jerome around there i believe I, I, i'm not sure i can't I casey can't. Yeah. You're listening to this. Wine. Fill people in. Nature. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Warm, cold. Warm, yeah. cold. Sounds All right. perfect. Easy to get to for most people in the U.S. if you want to mm-hmm. fly to Phoenix or obviously easy to get to if you're driving for, for people yeah. um, who are out that way. So, And I did look it up because I was doubting myself. I'm like, I think it's Route 66. And yeah. then I, my brain's a little frazzled because it's tech stuff. And then I looked <laughs> up. It is Route 66. Okay. So I, I'm glad I was right about that. Yes. Let's put it that Great way. Great job, hon. My number three is a road trip that we have done, and we have also done it in winter. Stop looking at my notes. Everyone on Instagram, I'm you sorry, saw her I did, eyes. I did. Note for the audio. Heather looked at my notes. I saw her eyes looking at my computer. I was going to ask you to guess, but now, of course, you know it. I'm so sorry. My, at least you can't see my number one because it's hidden. My number three is the Great Ocean Road. So that's my number two. No, sorry. That's my number one. All right. Well, we, bum, bum, bum. I just gave it away after yeah, I was leading it up away. to this it. Is... Well, because I thought it was my number two and then I looked at my notes, but. Okay. So, <laughs> hey. We're just all flustered so, over here. my number three, Great Ocean Road. Okay. Let's talk about it when we get to number one for you sure. because, yes, this is an amazing road trip. Obviously, it's warm weather. So, I have now flipped Ish. from. Right, right. Okay. It's. 
yes, you're right. We got hail <laughs> on the first day of our gradation road trip, but um, usually somewhat warm weather. Yes. I have now flipped from my cold weather to my warm weather uh, road trips, and I will stay on warm weather okay, road trips for the enough. rest of my number. So, all right, Hath, your number two. We know what your number one is, but right. your number two is the PCH. Okay, is that on? Your I, list? I did not put this on my okay. list. I, I assumed you would put this on your list. I thought it would be number one. Yeah. I debated cheating uh-huh. and putting Great Ocean Road slash PCH. No, you can't because do that. They're not even on the same continent. <laughs> they're about as far away as you can possibly get. But in my mind, they're very similar type experiences. I mean, they both are. completely epic, both world-renowned as road trips. Yes. Both great, I think, any time of the year. Correct. Um, because they're going to have their magic different mm-hmm. at different times. Um, so yes, I almost pulled a cheat and was like, I'm going to put PCH <laughs> in grocery and I did think, yeah. oh, that's, Trav, you're really stretching. I mean, yeah. I know you make the rules. It's your podcast. No, but, uh, I'm glad that you didn't do that because I felt they were both, spot. yeah, that they both deserve their own spots. And um, my number one, which we'll talk about, I just felt like was the most epic road trip we have ever done. So you're, you're putting, just so everyone's clear. Great Ocean Road is one, which yeah. we've already, and, and, and PCH, PCH is, is two. two. And they're, but they're close. They're very close because 1A, they 1B, are, dare we say? I mean, maybe because they're both just so wonderful and dramatic and the PCH because, well, I mean, it's in California and California is such an amazing state. And again, with COVID, I mean, I know right now, currently in the month of December, things are pretty locked up tight in California, but I think you can still road trip. You might not be able to do much in the cities. Um, but when we did it, we started in San Francisco and we drove, we stopped in Monterey and then we just kept continuing down on into Big Sur, yep. um, Carmel by the Sea. We went down to San S- Simon, San Simeon, San Simeon, where the Hearst Castle is, which we yep. actually didn't do Hearst Castle. I regret that. I wish we had okay. done it. Yeah, at, we yeah, at we the were time. Of- I feel like this might sound a little obnoxious, but we'd been to Europe a lot, and we're a little. Bit <laughs> <laughs> it's not obnoxious if you want. You were just kind of like, ah, we've seen uh, real we've castles. We've seen a lot of castles. This is America, but now, like, I didn't really know much about Hearst Castle. But then after we didn't go, and we didn't have a lot of time either. I mean, we did this road trip very quickly, yes. which I don't know that, why. That was more the point, <laughs> I think, did. with Hearst Castle was. Yeah, we, we didn't really have a ton of time to yeah, do we, it. we did it in th- like three, three days. Three days, I think, from, yeah, from oh, yeah. LA all the way down to no, San, San Francisco all the oh, way San, down. Yeah, yeah, sorry. San Francisco yeah. all the way down to San Luis and then Abipso. Back, and yeah. maybe not all the way down, but very close I forget the fur and, and all the way back. Yeah. So yeah, it, we we actually only only did it north to south, and then because we wanted to get back so quick, took whatever the other highway is that's a bit yeah. inland up yes. back. So it was too quick. So I I would quick. recommend you doing at least a solid seven days. You know, taking your time because there are also lots of great hikes. I mean, we didn't do any hiking. We or really any beach time. It was cold. Um, and I mean, it's California, so the, the water's always pretty cold, even in the summer in that area. Um, but it's just beautiful. So definitely take your time, do Hearst Castle, do a lot of the little cities, t- no, I'm sorry, towns, very small towns along the way. There's some really good restaurants, good hiking, lots of nature, lots of beautiful photo mm. opportunities, you know, just of the dramatic coastline. I mean, the famous bridge there in Big Sur, I mean... 
This is just absolutely wonderful. And we were there in January. I'm pretty sure it was January. And yes. we got some nice yep. weather, you know, like a really sunny, beautiful day where we were just wearing only a sweater and the smell of the flowers next to the ocean was just like intoxicating. I remember thinking like, this is just one of the most wonderful smells ever. And then we Don't also remember had, that smell. Yeah, but. there were like these little, I should look it up, but they're like these little teeny tiny bushes along the coast with white little flowers and they smell amazing. But then we also got some dreary weather, which I kind of like when you're doing a coastal road because it makes it feel, I don't know, like very dramatic and like stormy. Yeah, you get the fog, I mean, the fog and the clouds yeah. rolling in at times and things like that. It was actually really stormy that way, but. when we were um, in Monterey mm -hmm. and then we did that drive that goes around Pebble Beach. Mm -hmm. uh, what yeah. mile? I don't know. However many mile drive like that 15 is. 15 or 18. 17 mile drive. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the <laughs> one that, I didn't the look one that, that goes up. by Pebble Beach. Yeah. And it, we, it, was, it was cool because during that drive, mm -hmm. it went from being nice to being kind of rainy mm -hmm. to then being nice again. I mean, all all within an hour and a half, which gave us every side of that, that you could see there. Yeah. Um, I was looking it up. I just wanted to see a map. We made it all the way down to like Cambria. Yeah. Uh, maybe Morro Bay is where we mm -hmm. then went across over to Paso Robles. Um, Cambria was a cute little tiny town. Yes. I, I've even looked up real estate there because yeah. I thought, this is this is cool. <laughs> maybe a little too remote. small town and yeah. remote. But yeah, that was about as far as we got. So again, if you were doing the PCH, obviously you could just keep taking it down down into LA and then we have done LA. from LA down to mm -hmm. San Diego. So we've missed that, that kind of spur, um, from Morro Bay down to LA, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, why not just do it the whole length of California? Yeah. Well, yeah, you could even start further up North, yeah. but I mean, well, it's an epic drive itself could just be, I mean, you could go to the national parks there, which we have never done Joshua tree, which everybody in LA always talks about going to the I mean, desert. We could there. just talk about the whole, yeah. West Coast, you start uh, up in Vancouver and come on down. Yeah. Um, that would be a really, really epic road trip yes. if you have time to do that. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm with you. PCH, mm -hmm. absolutely awesome. Stuff. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't go wrong. Obviously, it's renowned as one of the best road trips mm -hmm. in the world and rightfully so. Now I am curious about your number two you didn't and look? your number one. You didn't no, look? I did not look. All right. My I'm number sorry. two. sorry. It's just easy to glance My number two. And this is where I did a little bit of research and it's based around a place that I want to go that had no, I had no idea if road trips would be good there. Mm -hmm. I, all right. I shouldn't say I had no idea. I had an inkling because I've had a guest who talked about this country on the show and she said driving was fine there. But she didn't necessarily say, oh, road trips are epic. But she said, right. yeah, driving's good. Get a car, go around. And so that that I thought, all right, I want to go here. Mm -hmm. Do they have good road trips? And I'll tell you what it is in a second. But I read I'm this. I'm very curious. Yeah, this will give it away. But this is what I read just okay. on Lonely Planet very quickly. And I thought, yeah, this is this is mm -hmm. great. Squeeze between the Colossuses of Argentina and Brazil. Oh, Compact okay. Uruguay, South <laughs> America's second smallest country, which I didn't know. That, really? I knew it was small. So but what is the smallest it's country? It's got to be one of those up on, <laughs> yeah, like the up north, on the north area, like yeah. French Guiana or something like yeah. that. It's, I, I just yeah. assumed they were all really small. Uruguay's small, but um, this politically and economically stable, peaceful and 
perfect country is perfect for a self-drive adventure. Thanks to good roads, considerate drivers. Really? I love that they put that in there. And outside the peak holiday season, little traffic. You can explore its never-ending coastline and boundless pampas at your own pace. I had to look up what pampas were. Pampas are like flat grass or like grasslands in South America. Um, treeless okay. grasslands, basically. And so I knew a little bit about Uruguay because I mm-hmm. had Catherine Higgs. If you guys are interested in what I still call one of my favorite countries, even though I haven't mm-hmm. been there, probably my favorite country that I haven't been to, Uruguay. She did an <laughs> so, awesome podcast so with us. She knows everything. She's been living there for 20, 25 years. Her website is called Guruguay, which I love a good little yes. pun too. Yep. And uh, so she's got really good guidebooks. I've been digging into them. And so if I was going to do a road trip, I would just start up in what I guess I would call the north. But I think in Uruguay, they call the east because it kind of goes north and east at the same time as you go up the coast. But at this little tiny area called Punta del Diablo, um, point of the devil, right? If my translation is correct. And it's very rugged. At least your Spanish is better than mine. And very remote up there. Well, I don't even know if it's point. uh, Yeah. Uh, And then you, and then I would just come right on down the coast and it gets more and more populated as you come down the coast. And so, yeah, I would just go come down the coast. Mm -hmm. I'd head inland a bit and do the ranches and spend some time there eating steaks and, and hanging out. And I'd end it in Montevideo. And spend some time in the capital, but that would just get be behind a really, that trip. really, really good time. So that sounds amazing. I've also been wanting to go to Uruguay, 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 Uruguay for say, say it however you want. No one really <laughs> knows, but time. it's Uruguay. Um, and we'll get there. We'll get there someday. I also looked up because you know this is just a two-person team here. We don't have any fact checkers to you know give us any obviously <laughs> any um facts into like a headphone that would be fun that does that not, you guys who are watching instagram <laughs> you know that we're leaning over sometimes yeah. pulling up a little bit of notes google, with one hand here yeah, google on has told us that the smallest country is suriname okay so not suriname yeah i believe directly next to french guiana um, maybe mm. I mean it's one of those little yeah. tiny countries right up at the north. Guiana is three, then okay. Ecuador, and then Paraguay. Maybe it's not even called. I guess it's not called French. I'm reading a book. Yeah. Of of uh, a guy. Well, you guys might have heard of it called Papilla. Papilla. Papillon, which is the guy who escapes from one of the hardest jails to get out of in the 30s, which is mm-hmm. in French Guiana. So, uh, maybe that Fre- is this French says- Guinea. French Guiana is Guiana. the smallest political entity on the South American mainland. Huh. But not the smallest country. Yeah. Who knows? Anyways, Geopolitics. Clearly we need to All right. So at least up. French Guiana is small. Suriname <laughs> is small. Uruguay yeah. is also small, but a little bigger <laughs> than them. All right. All right. So we are down to my number one. Which drum is roll. I'll, I'll hit the drum roll. There's not much Please of a drum do. roll because we know what it is. But we spent three and a half hours getting this done. The Great Ocean Road. Yes. Guys, it's just honestly the most epic landscape I have ever seen. I was blown away, blown away by the Great Ocean Road. And, you know, our our love for Australia, I think, is pretty well known because uh, on a place when we did our podcast of the places we'd want to live or spend quarantine in or something like that that we did recently. Yeah. Well, we did one that where would we want to spend three years if we had to relocate somewhere. Australia comes up on a lot of these lists. Comes up on a lot. Do you want to spend a lot of time here? And our answer (laughs) is always yes. And also on the 
list of places to spend the holidays. We also yes. chose Australia because, I mean, my gosh, it's amazing. The New Year's Eve in Sydney Harbor, that whole thing. But And it's warm. And it's warm. So I guess I call this a little bit cheating because it's winter, but it's Australian summer. So depending on who's listening to the podcast, this, is, this may not be your winter. But for us in the Northern Hemisphere, going to Australia for our winter and having some summer would just be amazing. And because we're talking road tripping, Australia is humongous. I mean, we barely touched kind of the surface of Australia while we were there. And we were there for almost three weeks. Yeah. Just so you guys know, we did essentially a week in Melbourne, a week. And, and from there, we that was when we did the Great Ocean Road because mm-hmm. we, we went east. Or excuome me, now I'm doing it wrong. West. We went west uh, from, there. from there and then came back to Melbourne. Then we did a week in Sydney and a week up in Cairns mm-hmm. on the Great Barrier Reef. And yeah, could have spent way more time in any of those areas yes. and didn't even get to see the Gold Coast. Obviously didn't go inland at all, um, let alone touch Perth or anything yeah. in the in the yeah. middle with the Outback. So there's a lot to do. I, I actually wanted to put this, well, when I was putting this on my mm-hmm. list, because it was my number three, so I guess I'll, I was going to say, I, I, I don't want to cut you off, but I no, guess I have to jump in here too. To yeah, it was my number three. I'm allowed to speak, just, just not as long on it. I actually... When I looked up some of the names of the places we had gone, because I, I was like, Apollo Bay, is that it? Yes, and yes it, was. it is. Uh-huh. Uh, yep. So Lorne, really cute little town. Yep. Apollo Bay, we spent a day walking around the beach here. There was basically no one else there. No. We got some really cool pictures of because, us just on the yeah, beach. Yeah, we went the day, we left Christmas. Christmas Day, actually, I believe. Right. We left Christmas Day. So And got hail. <clears throat> we, we came out of Melbourne. Yeah. And it started hailing. <laughs> yes. So but we, we beat it. Like we, we, yeah. we drove away from it. And I mean, it was not really swim- swimming weather. I mean, no, also this is. No. I was southern. in pants and a, and a long sleeve t-shirt. And if it's anywhere near warm, I'm putting shorts on. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think that we, I, you might've gone in the ocean at Bell's beach just because it's like the most famous surfing beach. I'm not sure, but it was beautiful. It wasn't necessarily like lay out in the sun type beach, but. Apollo Bay, so I did a little bit of research because we didn't actually do this, but there is a great ocean walk, which is like the best hike apparently in all of Australia, according to one website. <laughs> the best hike, <laughs> according I mean, I to one unnamed no, source. No, it was like a pretty big website. I can't remember. I was saying that as if it was like a fact, but it might not be because if you think about how much hiking you can do in Australia, I don't know, maybe this is the best one. Obviously, it's opinion based, but it's about 100 kilometers, I believe, of hiking and it goes through national parks. It starts in Apollo Bay. We did not do this because, I mean, we again did we didn't great, hike at all. Yeah, we we, we actually didn't have that much time on the Great nope. Ocean Road. We had two, like the P, yeah, man, we did the PCH and the Great Ocean Road wrong. I mean, <laughs> at least we did them. Not but yeah, wrong. We had, we There's had, no we wrong had three way. Day. It was like we spent one overnight, like we spent no, Christmas two, night, two overnights. Okay, two, two overnights. Three, yeah. So three um, days, two and a half days. Yeah, on the Great Ocean you could Road. you could definitely take your time, especially if you wanted to get out and hike a lot. Go to some of the national parks. There's lots of national parks. I think the most epic being Port Campbell, which is where the Twelve Apostles are. Yep. Wow. When we that's kind of the one. If people know anything about yeah, the Road, Great Ocean Road, Great Ocean Road, it's the Twelve Apostles. They are just so incredible. I didn't even really know. I had not researched or Didn't we seen... not know when it started? Because we were seeing yeah. landscape that we're like, is this a 12 Apostle? Uh, because they're basically big well, rocks yes. and, a- on the beach, like these huge mm, outcroppings that are then yeah. disconnected from the mainland. And I remember us driving, we're like, wait, are we there yet? Because like <laughs> you'd see this dramatic landscape and you're like, no, we're not even there. That's just a right. r- random 
not even an apostle, just yeah. an, a cool rock yeah, formation. Yeah, so there are more like lesser known apostles? rock outcroppings, <laughs> I guess, even along this coast. Semi-apostles. Yeah, I mean, these 12 apostles, like you walk down to the to the beach and it's just like cliff drop off and then these amazing rocks just rising out of the ocean. You can do a helicopter tour at the time. We did not. I assume it's quite expensive, but that would be like if we go back, I'm doing the hell. We got to go back right now. Why the Aussie, why the Aussie dollar is not yeah. doing great against the U.S. dollar? Yeah. Um. Anyway, Nerd just alert. just an amazing, amazing drive with wonderful little coastal towns, super dramatic coastline, very lots of cliffs. You also have the national parks, as I mentioned, another national park which we did not go to, Great Otway National Park, which has in it beach, waterfalls rainforest and lakes all in the same national park which we didn't even go to because we just didn't have enough time but that would be amazing yeah. that's also you go you walk through that if you do the great ocean walk that starts in apollo bay some of it does go through that national park so that's got the variety pack yeah. down today between between arizona yeah. the variety pack of weather and then great outway <laughs> park the variety <laughs> The variety pack of uh, experiences right. or, or landscape. All right. Yeah. Just anyway, the different beaches you go to when you go to Bell's Beach and it's like one of the most famous surfing beaches yep. in the world. We were to a fr we were going to sleep, we were gonna sleep in there. our car yeah. on the edge of Bell's Beach and it got so, so dark. dark. Not a single other person was there. There are no lights. There's no, no lights, lights and it was the, abandoned. It was so loud. <laughs> the ocean was so loud in in a cool way at first we're like well we're really tired it's getting really late we don't want to drive all the way back into melbourne we did actually end up driving all the way back into melbourne yeah. but it was also starting to rain and we're like well we're just going to camp in the car this would be so cool and we got too scared like i i we were laying there thinking yeah. I, I can't do this. Like this I feel I feel like I felt, I felt like, we like the, the car the was gonna fall off the cliff for some reason. <laughs> Maybe we're I mean, just we could have pulled the car in a little know. bit. Either way, I do remember yeah. that thinking, oh, this is gonna be such an epic story to tell people that we did this. And five minutes later we think, let's just drive back to Melbourne. We ended up booking oh, yeah. like a Hilton in the middle of Melbourne. Uh, but with also points, a so. much better sleep because some of it was like I don't want to sleep in it. I mean, it's not like we had a nice it was like a little sedan. We yeah, we weren't van lifing and it was no but it would not have been a comfortable sleep. So anyway, yeah. we use those hotel points. Yeah. So Great Ocean Road, incredible. incredible. And again, really cool vibe in the towns. And I'm sure it'd be really cool vibes all the time. But especially around Christmas when we were there, I mean, we left Christmas Day. A lot of stuff was closed. Yeah. Obviously, it was Christmas Day. But it was still neat because everything had a small town feel. So even though stuff was, you know, we went into a few restaurants mm -hmm. and things. Oh my gosh, that sounded weird saying we went to restaurants. I, I, I thought I had to clarify. Yeah, but but we didn't Don't eat worry. in. And then I'm like, wait, this, we wasn't, mask. this wasn't COVID. <laughs> like I get, does anyone else, if you're reading a book, watching TV, you see people do stuff. You're like, wait, they can't do that. And then you think, oh my gosh, this okay, there was times before it's COVID. It's wild how quickly we adjusted to how strange the world is now. Yeah, so Great Ocean Road was awesome and the vibe was really cool. And I'm sure it gets really a lot more packed if it wasn't Christmas Day or right around Christmas. Um, but we really liked it. Mm -hmm. And that would be, as we said with the PCH, yeah. a drive that I would do at any time of the year because it would have its charms. Yes. Different seasons would give it different feels. Um, and that'd be really cool. And sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I thought you were done. That's it. And I, I almost forgot 
So this you can just tack on because this is exactly what we did. We did the wine country in Yara Valley. I mean, that, sure. again, it was not so far from, from the Great Ocean Road because it's, I think, north east of Melbourne. So it's like on the other side, I guess. Anyway, you guys know we're directionally challenged <laughs> I mean, today at I least. I don't know. I've, it's been so long since Close we Close enough to the but Great it, Ocean Road that you should add it to your road trip. Yes, because we did that and that was lovely because it was summer there. Like the Great Ocean Road did fluctuate in temperature because I remember when we got to the 12 Apostles, like it had, it was, it dropped like 15, 20 degrees in 10 minutes, you know, just because of the weather changing in the mountains and the valleys and, and you're, all that. And you're on the coast, so you get, you yeah. get weather patterns changing very quickly. Yes. Um, and storms coming in and then mm-hmm. f- bouncing right. back and stuff like that. But then we did Yarra Valley and I mean, it was summer there. So we just were, we were going to the different wineries. We stayed at this beautiful little boutique hotel. I mean, it was just a wonderful trip. The wine was so good. I remember really, being very really impressed with the Yarra yeah. Valley thinking eh, like, oh, I've never really heard about this. Now I'm not a big wine drinker, yeah. so I, I wasn't researched, but I was like, oh, this is somewhat famous, but like, eh. And then yeah. going there and saying, this is amazing. And then we went to Napa Valley a year or two later, mm-hmm. and I, I specifically said to you, yeah, this isn't anything like the Yarra Valley. Yeah. This isn't near as cool. So yeah. uh, Yarra Valley gets my vote. Sure does. Sorry, Napa. <laughs> anyway, my just the best. Just number the best. one. I'll give myself a drum okay. roll. I've been holding off. You guys let us know on Instagram. More sound effects or less sound <laughs> effects? I've been holding off giving all mine a drum yeah. roll because I was saying like number five right. drum and roll for you. Then I, but right. because people knew your number one mm-hmm. and they don't know my number one yeah, and I you don't know my number one. I think it deserves a drum roll. I'm giving it a drum roll. Can you guess? I'll give you a hint. And I didn't even realize this until right now. All of mine have been international. This oh, one yeah. is domestic in the U.S. It's on the East Coast. East Coast. Maine. No. I mean, no, I would doubt that would no. be on the- <laughs> No. I don't know. Don't want to go to Maine in the winter. You've already mentioned it. It's Florida? going down to the Florida Keys. Oh. So and you didn't even hint. I at didn't it? want to hint because it was your five and it was yeah. my one. So yeah. I was like, I don't want to okay. give away. No, I mean I've never been. So for me to get super excited about it, I, I don't know. So usually, you know, usually if you guys have listened yeah. to the show before, we'll say, Oh, that's on my list. Here it is. But I felt like I gotta play my number one sure, close sure. to the vest. That, yeah. I can't give that up. We've been watching the Queen's Gambit right on Netflix. Like, I'm not giving up my queen. <laughs> like my number one, yeah. I'm not telling you sure. if it's if it's on your list. And it was your number five. So I was like, I can't really fudge this. Yeah. I don't want to give up my number one and yeah. your number five. But yes, the Florida Keys, seeing the post by Mac as Heather mentioned on Instagram, have brought this to my memory <laughs> the last couple of days. And the Florida Keys are just incredible in their own right. But, and I've only ever gone about halfway down. I've never even made it all the way to Key West. And so I've done the drive from from Pennsylvania all the way down to Florida a lot of different times. Mm-hmm. But the and, but only one time I've gone down to, all the way down to the Keys, which I don't know why. I mean, come on, keep going. And, and I didn't make it all the way down to Key West. So I've always wanted to go to Key West, I think, yeah. for reasons like a lot of people do. It's its own unique subculture. It's its own unique vibe in the U.S., and I think that that would just be such a cool place, not just to spend winter, but also, again, the Christmas season. Like, what is Key West like <laughs> in Christmas? It would just be a funky, yeah. unique, when we talked about places we want to spend the holidays, that didn't come up on any of our list. But now that I'm mentioning it, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, yes, I want a unique experience. I want to do Key West some point during the holidays. Um, of course, I like being warm, so that's a bonus. And the drive down itself is unlike anything else because you're just driving through all these little islands. 
And there's just so much to do. Like you don't have to just go down to Key West. Some people bomb down to Key West, hang out in Key West, and then mm -hmm. just go right through. But we stopped two or three times, even though we never went all the way down to Key West, and stayed in just these tiny little, you know, locally owned hotels, motels. There mm -hmm. are some crazy cast of characters you meet on this, which is always makes for good road trips mm -hmm. is the people that you meet. So everything I would want in a winter road trip is there in Key West. And it's not even that far from where we no. are right now. No. We could get on 95 in about an hour. Actually, Let's so do screw this. 95. Yeah. Why are we getting on 95? We're we road just, tripping. We're, we're road going tripping down the coast. Right down the coast. Charleston, we're coming for you. Jacksonville, Tiff, we're coming for you. <laughs> East St. Augustine, love you. Coming for you. Yeah. All the way down to Miami. We can hang out with all of Heather's peeps and things that you want. <laughs> Not peeps, but you love Miami, so we'll go to Miami. Then we find our way down to Key West. Um, if you guys are listening and you live anywhere on that route, let us route route. I say it different every time. Let us know. We just might so, stop in. I have a question because I don't know much about the keys, but can you access all of them by bridges or just some you have to get to by boat? Or do you I, not know? I mean, all the main ones mm -hmm. that, yes, you can go by bridge. I'm sure there are little parts of it that you would have to go to by boat. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there's maybe even habited parts of it. But all the main yeah, things are right on... I, I guess it's still A1A. I don't okay. even know what the name of the road is. I, I, I think it's A1A, but maybe maybe it technically ends north of that and it's called something else. But cool. Yeah. Um, Not a bad You cannot plan. get to the uh, National Park, though, that is below Key West called Dry... I think it's called Dry Tortugas or maybe... I think it's called Dry Tortugas National mm -hmm. Park. That you do actually, I'm 99% sure, have to take a boat to, which would mm -hmm. be also cool to do. Yeah. Definitely. So, all right. Good Florida, Florida for the win. Great Ocean mm -hmm. Road for the win. No matter where you are in the world, if you're in Australia or the U.S., we've given you some options. Europeans, yes. we've given you some options too. Um, or if you're just in Europe right now, tons of great stuff to do. We did a good job bumping around the world. I think so. Your research. Yeah. Spot on. Thank you. Nicely done. Thank you. Now all you really need is me to finagle and struggle with technology for another three and a half yeah. hours before every podcast. <laughs> and there we go. Um, thank you guys for listening. Remember, if you haven't watched us and you do want to see us um, and now have as good of audio quality because we're yes. coming through the microphones in IGTV. So if you've been watching on IGTV and you heard, you know, it was a bit echoey, it's because it was just the mm -hmm. camera's microphone. We fixed that now. Um, so we're coming through the microphone. So if you want to watch it, go to our Instagram at mm -hmm. pack of pe at extra pack of peanuts. You could check it out. You could see us. We do. I don't know. Sometimes we do some funny stuff with our hands and <laughs> make funny expressions to ourselves. But if you're listening on the podcast, thank you guys. If you'll do us a favor, review and rate it. However you're listening to it, especially if you're on Apple Podcasts, we're trying to get to a thousand ratings. That'd be super nice. We're getting closer. Mm -hmm. Getting closer. We're in the mid seven hundreds. So we need 250 people to go and rate it. That'd be super nice. And uh, we just want to say thank you, as always, for the support. Don't forget, you can get the show notes, extrapackofpeanuts.com slash shows. And until next time. Happy free travels. Bye, everyone. I'll show you Paris soon.